Welcome to Be By Design, a podcast about unlocking the inner code to the person you were designed to be. The code that you can apply to your way of being, your decision making, and your clarity about what you think and how you feel. Each week, we'll discuss a new level of human design and piece by piece uncover the person you were designed to be and the life you were designed to lead. Join me as we lay out the roadmap through life where you get to be your own hero. Buckle up for the ride of a lifetime to discover true understanding of the person you were meant to be. You get to be in control of your runaway Mustang whenever that happens, remembering you've always got the reins. I'm your host, Britia Kabechka. Let's ride. Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of Be By Design. Today, we are going to be talking about the heart center or the willpower or the ego, however you want to, to say it or to think about it. Um, I really like this center because it is one of my three that I have defined. Um, It is not my authority, but I really feel like um, I have come to kind of accept and learn and really appreciate this center in my life. So I'm really excited to share with y'all today um, what it's about. So take a look at your charts. Um, It is going to be the little kind of sideways triangle. Um, it'll be red if it's colored in, um, and it's in between the G center and the emotions center. If you're looking at your chart, so let me know if yours is defined or undefined. But let's talk about it. The heart center is also known as the ego, again, and this is the center of willpower and commitment and self-esteem. So it's a very, very powerful center. It's One of our motor centers, which we've talked about on previous podcasts, it's a motor center and it gives us the willpower to survive through the material plane. So it kind of has this cyclical energy, like moving through the power for work and rest and finding that balance between work and rest. And we'll talk about that. But this heart will center is really responsible for manifesting things on the physical plane. Um, this is the center that pushes us forward in life and really fuels our heart's desires. Um, when we say our hearts in it, you know, this is kind of where money and business and financial matters are all processed through this center. And it's where we get our drive. Okay. To kind of, to get stuff done. Like we're to be singing Rihanna, like work, 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 work. Let me sing you work, 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 work. That comes from this center. And you're welcome for that. Uh, But seriously, on this money exchange, it's really about this energetic exchange. And it's a value-based energy, which is very much this heart will center. um, That's what it's concerned with. It's this money versus the wishes of your heart. So there becomes kind of this tug of war um, between money and and desires, I I would say. And this center really gives us the energy to create or seek out the resources we need and the strength and tenacity to endure when things get tough. And this is where it shows up in my life a lot. 
um, it's, it's finding the balance between wanting more and being okay with where you are. Um, the, so the bad news about this is that not very many people, um, I, I've seen different numbers here, but let's just say between, let's say around 20%. Okay, we'll just break it even in the middle. Only around 20% of the world's population has the center defined. So only people with this closed defined heart will center have this access, this total complete access to this motorized energy and willpower. And for the rest of the population, you know, the majority of the population with this center open or undefined, okay, they kind of rely on taking that energy from those with it defined, right? Like we've talked about before with this open and closed center thing. So just like hanging out with somebody with a defined self or identity center can really energetically influence you to kind of take on more of their decisive purpose-filled energy. Um, being friends, being in company with people who have this heart will center power, will send will power center define um, is going to kind of help and motivate and energize those of you with the center open and really kind of gives you that kick in the butt to like get shit done. Let's get to work. Okay. Um, and this is one of the many reasons why starting a new habit, like, um, in, in some of my businesses prior, like doing a new exercise program or, uh, something like that. We're just going to use that because I've done that in the past, but it's, it's why it works better when you're in a group. That's why what I was doing as a fitness coach back then was so successful because when you start a group and you start, you have some people with this heart center to find that willpower is overriding. Like that's what people get to kind of draw on and you see their tenacity, you see their desire to work, you see their willpower to get things done and to get uh, results. So they really have this intrinsic motivation and it's like this kind of contact high, right? An energetic contact high just by being in their presence and working out with them and being around them. So find those people in your life. <laughs> so this center is not inherently negative in human design. Okay. Um, some of us are, you know, the ego is kind of this what's the word I'm looking for? I don't know. Some of us are meant to operate with our egos leading the way. And some of us are not. So I have a defined heart. Okay. And especially if they have this ego, if they have the heart defined ego, it, it really thrives when they pursue their ego, egoic, egoistic desires. Okay. So being led by your ego is not always a bad thing. Um, people talk about the ego in kind of negative connotation sometimes of being like, oh, your ego's, you know, taking over or your ego's talking loud or that's just your ego. Well, in, in some cases, it can be a negative thing to let your ego take over. But um, in some situations, it's not. OK, so the heart is this motor center and it generates energy. So willpower is really a question of energy. You know, saying like, do you have the willpower to do it? Well, some of us have a lot of it and some of us only have it sporadically when we're around those other people. Neither is better or worse. Okay. 
But learning whether the center is defined or undefined for you will help you understand how to really uniquely pursue your dreams and cultivate your self-worth and give yourself permission and allow things to um, maybe move at a different pace than other people um, and how that shows up for you. Okay. So some themes of this center is again, the willpower. Um, I could also call it stubbornness, not in a bad way, but when I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to do something. Um, when I say that this is what my heart wants, this is what my heart wants. So making and keeping promises is a theme of this center. Um, again, I, I'm speaking from a person with this center defined and I'm speaking personally for myself is that I hate letting people down. Um, so if I say I'm going to do something, I'm really want to make sure that I'm going to do that. So making and keeping promises, um, material resources, money, um, you know, however that looks for you. I love money. I want more money. Um, I like to have nice things, um, you know, stuff like that. I don't over, I don't overindulge. I, I'm not like a huge, um, person who buys like designer brands or anything like that, but I have a relationship with money, um, <laughs> work. We get shit done. Like we are the get shit done people. Uh, we say we're going to do something. We do it again, kind of that willpower, that stubbornness that I, I like. Um, and self-worth, we really know what we're worth. We know, um, well, my heart center is attached to my G center. So that kind of um, expands my my self-worth and who I am and, and what I know to be true for myself. But physiologically, okay, these, these energy areas, um, we talk about this in my atrium program as far as physiologically where these centers connect. And this one particular connects to the thymus, the stomach, the gallbladder, and the heart. And so issues within your personal alignment may show up in these areas, in your stomach, um, stomach ulcers, um, having an upset stomach before you do something or not being able to eat, kind of being off your food because your stomach is upset. The gallbladder, if you have gallstones, if you have sludge, if your gallbladder is not functioning properly. Again, going back to what I do in my career as a sonographer, ultrasound technologist, scan tons of gallbladders. I, I scan tons of people who probably just have distended bowel or stomach issues. Um, I also do echocardiograms, which is looking at people's hearts. Um, so I see all of this on the physiological side of life as well. So let's talk about these four gates that come into the heart. Um, and that is gate 26, which I believe is one of my gates and gate 51. So gate 26 is really the gate of the salesman who has the ability to selectively really express the past in order to sell the dream in the community and really kind of close the deal it's connected to the spleen. So this cell is driven by the community's need to kind of remain viable and alive. And um, when this 26 connects with the spleen, this is really an entrepreneurial gate. It's like, we can see what you need to move forward. Um, 
And, and you can see, you've learned from the past of, of these are the things that I see now and how we can kind of close the deal moving forward, how we can drive this to remain viable and alive and um, really keep it moving in a positive direction. Okay, gate 51 is the gate of shock. I also have this one. And uh, I actually had, um, I was doing a reading for somebody and she actually wasn't thrilled that she had this gate turned on. And I explained it to her and in a way that can I, I connected it in my life. And this is the gate of shock or gall, as they call it. And it really triggers, it can trigger competition with the desire to be first out of the gate. Okay. But it's also very much the power to shock people out of complacency. They call it like, this is the lightning bolt that moves other people. It moves them towards the love of life and self as it connects with the G center as the identity center. Okay. So this is not a negative gate to shock people or to create some sort of turmoil in their life. This is a shock in a positive way of like something has happened in our life, in your life, maybe, and you get to share that. Or maybe you say shocking things that people don't expect to come out of your mouth. Um, and it's like, oh, okay, well, let me, let me change that. Let me get into a move. Like it can be very positive things as well coming from somebody because it's connected to the G center who really knows who they are and what they believe and what they stand for and what they're here for. So I personally love those two gates, <laughs> but uh, gate 21 is the gate of control. It has the power of managing physical resources. So the drive behind this desire for control is ultimately the desire to really, um, again, ensure the community's survival, therefore serve the self because without self, there's no community, right? Because we are all individuals within the community. So being able to kind of be in control of things. Gate 40 is the gate of aloneness. And that really moves us towards this independence within the community. So through their love of work, it's like, here, I have the skill to offer you. Like, this is what I can do for the community but on the basis of fair exchange, okay? And then they're gonna retreat and be alone and may struggle with loneliness, but it's gonna be like, okay, um, you know, here, I know how to chop wood. I'm gonna offer this skill or I know how to bake cakes. I'm gonna offer this skill to you and then I may go back and retreat a little bit and then I need some alone time. So um, if you have any of those gates within this heart center, I'd love to hear which ones you have connected, where they're connected to. Obviously, I would know that, but I want to hear um, what you have turned on and how that may show up in your life. So this heart center really fuels survival on the material plane. So our spleen is about survival, um, like instinctual survival, right? And this is more survival on the material plane. It's also a very powerful place to become wise about worth and value. So many of us are on that journey with un like undefined hearts are on this journey to find self-value and to find this self-worth. And that's what we're here to learn. This is an ex exploration. This is a journey that we are on to find and discover ourselves and, and how this is showing up and what this looks like. So let's talk about if you have a defined heart. Okay. This is where we're going to start. 
If you have a defined heart, your heart center is red, it's defined. Um, this means that you have consistent access to this energy and you project it outwards into the world. You have the power to persevere through tough times and you have a strong ego and sense of worth. Now, when things get hard for the defined heart, they're going to use their willpower. They're going to tap into their willpower to push through those things. As this heart energy kind of cycles between work and rest, one of the most important things is to really ensure that you're honoring when you need rest. Again, going, I've talked about this before, but going back to finding I was a projector, I was like, oh my God, thank you. I now have the permission to rest. And then as I dig deeper into my own personal design, I also have a defined heart and I need to honor when I need rest. When things get tough, I really need to honor that I need to rest. I need to recuperate. I need to recharge. I don't have a motor center within my body. I don't have a sacral. I don't have, this is my only motor center. And if I don't let my motor rest and recharge, I'm going to burn out. And I've been there before. Okay. So yes, you could probably push through consistently, but what if this time you take a break? What if this time you sleep in instead of getting all those things done? They'll still be there tomorrow. What if this time you allow yourself to go get a massage on a Wednesday afternoon? What if this time you went on vacation? Okay, the, the defined heart has a plethora of willpower. So it's really good at working and enduring through these difficult times. You're able to push through. You're able to hold steady. You're able to be strong, but you still need to rest. So when you are making, um, as I mentioned, one of the themes earlier was about like keeping promises and doing what you say you're going to do. So in order to help keep this integrity, make promises through your strategy and authority so that you have the energy to keep them and follow through. And this is where I had to really learn about my own design, because there were times when I didn't want to go back on my integrity. Like I didn't want to say something that I didn't think I could do. And because there were times that I've said something and I didn't do it. I, I Obviously, I think we've all had those minutes. Okay. Um, but once I learned this about myself and I learned about my strategy I learned about my, which is to wait for the invitation. I learned about my authority, which is splenic. So I operate in the moment. I learned that I don't have to make promises that I don't think I can keep. And so now that I know how to tap into my strategy and my authority, I wait for the invitation and then my spleen answers and I make a move. And that's how I know that I'm going to have the energy to keep that promise and follow through with it. So knowing that about myself has definitely helped with the, with this defined heart, you project this willpower into the world and those in your aura are going to feel like they can do anything. You truly empower those around you. And until they're not around you anymore, <laughs> they're going to lose that. They're going to lose that feeling. So be mindful of what you expect of other people. Not everyone has the sustainable willpower like you. Um, so right now, I don't know how much I want to say about this, but right now there is stuff going on and I'm very strong in my stance 
Um, I'm very strong in how I feel about these things going on. It will likely be over by the time this airs. Um, actually, when this airs, I will be on vacation, recharging my heart <laughs> because of everything I've been through the last two weeks. Um, and you know, I'll make a podcast about this later because this isn't, I'm not saying this to like keep you guessing or wondering. I just, I'm not sure how much I want to say about it at the very moment because I don't know what's going to happen by the time this goes live. Anyways, enough about that, but I am very strong in my willpower. My dad, when I had this discussion with him, he's like, you always have been stubborn. And I'm like, yep, I own it. I, I, stubborn does not offend me. I'm not easily offended anyways, but stubborn does not offend me. It's my willpower. It's that I know who I am. I know my worth. I know what I stand for. I know what I'm going to allow and I know what I'm not going to allow. And this is one of those things. And I feel like I am kind of one of the people who is like, stand strong, like, borrow all my willpower that you need. You can take it. You can borrow it. I have enough to loan you. So get in my energy, take my willpower because we are stronger together in this situation. So I understand that not everybody has sustainable willpower and people with this defined hearts. We definitely are in the minority. But our will provides such a credible source of power for society as a whole. And we get to enjoy that consistent willpower. It's a gift. And I, I, I own this gift. And I will share my gift. <gasps> because I understand that not everybody has it. So it is very healthy for you with a defined heart to make commitments and resolutions and use your willpower to follow through with things, okay? This gives your ego a workout and it provides you with a chance to prove yourself, okay? Which for you is a good thing to prove yourself. That kind of strokes your ego a little bit, you know? And, but I, I want you to make sure that you're being selective about the promises you make and only commit to the things that you're feeling pulled towards. Check in with your authority. Okay, check in with your strategy. If you're a projector, were you invited to it? If you're a generator manager, like what are you responding to something? Okay, because this willpower drives you to make good on your word. You're you're going to feel funky if you break your promises or if you back out on those commitments. Okay, so you're really going to want to make good on your word, but it also can dry you out like you're just going to get over overworked, overburned, overburned. Yeah, sure. We'll go with it. Let your control flag freak flag, whatever you like to be control. Okay. If you have a defined heart, you likely like to be in control. You like to be in the driver's seat. You like to have your hands on the reins. Okay. They like to have control over their work, their money, their home, their time. I don't see myself as a control freak. Um, but I do see in areas where I like to have control. I like to know what's going on. I definitely like to be behind the driver's seat. I don't like riding passenger. I'm a terrible passenger. Um, I want to drive the vehicle. I want my hands on the reins. Uh, I want to just do things to get them done, to get them done the right way. <laughs> but there's also things we can't control. Okay. And we know we can't control the weather, the world events, other people, I don't, I don't even try that. Okay. But 
people with this defined heart may enjoy being their own boss, being in charge of the family, you know, finances or being in charge of a group or a club or kind of being looked towards for things. Okay. So figure out, figuring out what we want to control is kind of this art of like, I need to make sure I don't put my feet in too many fires. Am I making shit up today? I don't know. I don't want to try to put my feet in too many fires, right? Because I want to be in control of everything. So knowing what I have the energy for, knowing what is in alignment with what I'm doing, um, you know, with, with my authority and with my strategy. Remember that the heart is a motor that generates energy in the form of willpower. This is not an unlimited resource. You will run out of gas, okay? If you run around trying to fix everything and make other people bend to your will or trying to be in control of every single thing that you touch in your life, it's not going to work. You will burn out probably piss some people off in your life because you don't have to be in control of everything. All of it's not going to align and you will, you're going to burn out and turn into a raging bitch period. Okay. Let me drink more coffee. I'm getting fired up now. Do you see my willpower? Okay. But here's the other part is to love your ego. Okay. Like I said, in the very beginning, like we've been conditioned that our egos are a bad thing, okay? And somebody with this defined heart may feel like they have to self-deprecate or push down their desires um, or generally not think too highly of themselves because they may come off as conceited or bossy or whatever it is. But when we do this, we don't allow other people to really see our full beauty and to appreciate us for who we are. So don't ever turn down your sparkle, right? Like don't ever dull your sparkle because your ego is a good thing. It's how you were made. It's how you were designed. And sometimes we have to separate our ego from the inner critic, okay? And the inner critic is a voice in all of our heads who says just really rude things sometimes, right? Just downright nasty, ugly Our inner critic can be a bitch, okay? And I I actually had a coach one time. I think, I don't know. I think she actually called it the ego at that point. But it is, there's a difference between the inner critic and the ego. The ego is entirely different, okay? The ego is your sense of self-esteem. It's your understanding of what you're capable of. This is your will to achieve and compete and improve yourself and to be better. It's your drive to make money and provide for yourself and provide for others and provide for your family. That's how it shows up for me. I'm, I'm pretty competitive. You offer me a competition and, and I want to win. I'm a sore loser. I'm not going to lie. I've gotten better, but I'm a sore loser. I get real salty. And that's my ego. And that's okay if you're using it in the right way to improve yourself because we get to learn from our mistakes. We get to look at it and say, okay, what can I do different next time? 
how can I be, how can I step this up one notch? Okay. What am I capable of? So someone with a defined heart doesn't benefit from suppressing their ego and nobody around you benefits when you suppress your ego either. So embrace your ego, express the things you want to express, speak and think well of yourself. Like you're a bad bitch and shamelessly pursue these, these desires that you hold within your heart because it doesn't matter what other people think. What matters is that you're going after the things that are in your heart. You're doing and being who you say you want to be. Don't push it down. Don't suppress it because other people may be bothered by it. If you have this center undefined, okay, the majority of people, if you have this center undefined, you can kind of feel insecurities. There may be waves of insecurities. And this is due to the inconsistent access of energy in this center. Okay. It's a pushy kind of energy. Like it's an energy of you need to survive, you know, in this materialistic plane. Okay. So in our society, it can also be about not taking or consuming things like that second cup of coffee or the bowl of ice cream or, you know, whatever it may be, the last, the last box of cookies on the shelf at the grocery store, the last bottle of water, the last toilet paper on the shelf. People with this defined willpower have the consistency, um, the consistent energy to kind of deny those indulgences. But with the duality here, there's also a will to have that second cup or third cup or that bowl of ice cream. So what do you do? If you're undefined, you have inconsistent energy, right? To hold back. And if you're defined, your will might work against you. And you're like, I'm going to do this anyway. <laughs> the solution here is to utilize your other defined energy to accomplish what you want. So if you have maybe a defined Ajna, you can use process to accomplish your goal. Like think through that. Okay. So all of these things to say, it doesn't mean that you don't have the willpower to do things. If you say you want to run or you want to start working out, you may not have consistent access to that willpower, to just the, the pure raw willpower to just do it. But I'll bet you have access to other things. Maybe you have the sacral, which means you have more energy to burn. Maybe you have, um, you, you know, maybe you have a defined route and you want, you want that adrenaline rush. So you get in races or something like that. I mean, this shows up in other areas. Okay. So for other designs, the strategy may be different, but the goal is still the same. You use your defined energies to accomplish your goals. And again, if this center is undefined for you, you can borrow willpower. You can borrow this energy from those around you. But it's, an important, it's important to remember that you're not wired to have this consistent willpower. And if you do try to run on this consistent willpower, remember I talked earlier, 
your gallbladder, your heart, your thymus, your stomach will likely have issues. So I've talked about before, um, I'm not on the podcast, but how, you know, these big wig CEOs, all these guys up in, you know, let's have stock market or something like, you know, big business guys, they try to keep up. And they're trying to do all these things and be the best and be the baddest and do this and do that. And how many men in that, in those seats die of heart, heart failure, heart disease? Well, that's why they're trying to keep up. They're trying to be the best. They're trying to compete. They're trying to do this. They're trying to do that. And their heart's not built for that. They're not designed to do that. Think about what the heart does. It beats and it rests. It beats and it rests. You have four chambers for a reason because they're not all designed to work at the same time. Okay? It rests, even if it's just for a fraction of a second. If you're pushing yourself through life, you're not giving yourself the rest that you need. If this center is undefined, you're not built to just push through and to keep on keeping on. You don't have the willpower to do that. The heart is designed to beat and rest in four chambers, which means half of your heart is working and the other half is resting. And it continues like this. And if your heart is in AFib, where it's just the whole thing is sh you're shaking and it's not able to rest, you're going into heart failure and you're going to get shocked. Okay, I think that's where I'm going to end it right now. I'm going to do another, I'm going to do a part two to this. That's what we're going to do, okay? So next week, we will talk about this authority. We will talk about the ego center or the heart center as an inner authority. Um, so I, it, I want you to look at your design. Do you have the center defined and is it your authority? Maybe, maybe not, but we're going to talk about it next, next week because you may have somebody in your life that has this authority. And even if it's not you, you get to learn about how they operate. You get to learn about how they work, how they move, how they make these decisions in their life. So it's going to be very, very beneficial for you. Um, regardless, but look at your chart this week. Let me know again. Um, give me ratings, share it with your friends. If you're enjoying this, I want to hear how you're feeling, how it's showing up for you in your life, um, and how you're utilizing this information, how you're using it every day. So I hope you have a fabulous day and I will see you next week for part two.